unto ages of ages. Amen. Glory to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, on this day we say farewell to the Feast of the Cross. Today is the Sunday after the Cross. And by God's mercy we can bless the Nutroitza in the, in, in the garden today as, as our offering. And I want to notice also the small uh, marble cross on the stone, which is in memory of everybody who perished under the Ustasha in, in the Second World War, all the Serbs because the uh, cross came from Serbia. And uh, today, we hear again that if we take up our cross and follow after our Lord Jesus Christ, we can enter the heavenly kingdom. But those who try to turn away and avoid the difficulties that come with trying to, striving to live a life in Christ and to live according to the gospel, wander away from the light and back into the darkness once more. Remember that the cross is the tree of life that grew in paradise. For the two trees in the Garden of Eden were surely a type of the Holy Cross. And when we saw the two thieves crucified on either side of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one thief who recognized Christ as the good, and understood the fullness of his own evil. The cross of Jesus Christ became the tree of the knowledge of good and evil for him. And when he said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom, the cross of Christ became the tree of life for him. But the tree of life grows in our midst constantly, and our Lord Jesus Christ is the fruit of the tree of life, the living bread that came down from heaven the bread of life that we received in the Holy Communion. For today the Communion chalice is the tree of life, and the fruit of the tree of life is our Lord Jesus Christ himself. But what is it to take up our cross and follow after him? It's not simply that we should provoke suffering or have to suffer in order to follow our Lord Jesus Christ. Sometimes when we strive to suffer for the sake of the cross or our Lord Jesus Christ, all we do is fall into delusion and become prideful and arrogant about ourselves. But to have a life in Christ, to follow after the cross, to glorify our Lord Jesus Christ in the midst of the world, isn't done just with words. One can always repeat mantras, praise the Lord, glory to God in these things. But that's not testifying of our Lord Jesus Christ, that's testifying of ourselves. For unless we live a life in Christ, unless we live a life that has some transformation, inner transformation, into the image of our Lord Jesus Christ, our proclamations are in vain. Our words are written on the wind. Unless there's something in our lives that projects some kind of genuine love for mankind, that project an openness and an understanding and a constant forgiveness and a constant seeking of forgiveness. There's no reason why people should believe any words that we speak. 
But so many people preach and scream the name of Jesus Christ, but they're liars. Their arrogance and hatred and malice testify of Satan and not of Christ. But let it not be so amongst us, but having heard the words and the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, let us be transformed into the image of that love which stretched forth its arms upon the cross to embrace all of mankind. That image of that Christ who suffered far more spiritually and morally in the Garden of Gethsemane when he took upon himself the burdens of humanity and wet blood over the condition of mankind. So great was his suffering and torment at the condition of mankind that he asked that the chalice be removed from him. And yet he showed solidarity with the lowest and the meanest of humanity by being crucified. The death sentence of the lowest and the meanest of humanity. If our Lord Jesus Christ identified himself with those who were outside and outcast, with those who were despised by humanity, How can we imitate our Lord Jesus Christ unless we show solidarity with the same? I believe in my heart that the greatest sin that we commit is the sin of judging and condemning another person because we can never see their heart. We can never see into their mind. We can never see the suffering and the grief of their lives. We can never see what weighs upon them and pushes them down. We can never see what torments have brought them to the condition they're in. So we cannot judge even just judgment, let alone righteous judgment. But all things have been placed under the feet of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ in judgment. is His and His alone, because He only can see into the depths of the heart and the mind and the spirit and the soul and the history of each individual. But our Lord Jesus Christ judges only with compassion and mercy. For he said, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. Today as we venerate the cross in the garden, when we bless the cross and sing Christus Voyomo again, let us worship rather what the cross stands for and what it teaches us and let us see that the cross is a dividing line between light and darkness, so when our Lord Jesus Christ separates light from darkness and seeks to separate light from darkness in the heart of each of us and in the world around us, the cross itself is the boundary and the border between light and darkness. And truly it's the tree of life which grew in paradise. And we, by God's mercy and grace, partake of the fruit of the tree of life in Holy Communion. Let us approach the chalice as also the cross. With fear and trembling, not fear or terror, but awe-stricken by the great, unselfish and suffering love of God for mankind. That the cross itself symbolizes that the cross itself testifies to, that the cross itself preaches to us day by day. Brothers and sisters, let us rejoice today in the cross of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ 
and looking upon the cross, cry out from our heart, Lord, remember me when thou comest in thy kingdom. Amen. Amen.